We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Good evening, friends. Kirk Henderson and Josh Bow joining you just before 10 p.m. on Wednesday, March 8th. Happy 7th birthday to my son who won't hear this podcast because I curse too much on it. The Dallas Mavericks just fell to the New Orleans Pelican, New Orleans Pelicans on the second night of a back-to-back 113 to 106. They also lost Luka Doncic to a thigh injury, which seems like it could be significant. What a shitty night. Josh, what's up? I don't know if you heard me giggling uh, during your intro because you told me right in our little pre-show t- chat to, you're like, pull up the the recap. I wrote it and I want you to to, to read the, the first point and I'm giggling because of you using the sowing uh, and reaping uh, meme, uh, which is very apt for this Maverick season. Very, very apt probably war game 67 yeah. right it's there's yeah. is that right or am i wrong uh what are they 34 and 33 so yeah 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 so so what we're looking at right now so the what we're looking at right now heading into just a challenging part of the schedule mainly due to road games because the mavericks don't play well on the road right. the mavericks are one game above 500 their superstar is hurt and they they basically fucked around and found out. And the, the NBA has been screwing around with load management for a while now. And the simple fact is the best teams do not load manage because they're the best teams. So there's some self-fulfilling prophecies going on, and at least as far as I believe, that when you rest players, you end up – it doesn't help. Because you need to win those games. The Mavericks were like 0-8 at one point in games that Luka didn't play. And this is before the Kyrie Irving trade. Right. And they're just paying for some of the sins of these atrocious losses they've suffered. I mean, we could go through. There's probably 15 games 
out of these first 67. So roughly a quarter of the schedule where if you were to really look at the losses, you would go, oh, oh no, that was a bad loss. And like, sometimes you just get killed. That happens in the course of NBA season. Sometimes it's a coin flip, but the Mavericks have lost just enough of these really bad games. And they did this before the Kyrie trade to yeah. where you just look at it now and you're like, ah, I can't, I can't believe it. I just can't believe it. So. And big picture, it just none of it makes any sense because so you you basically never play Luca in back to backs for the right. first three you know three fourths of the season and they're zero and eight because they don't have anyone else they don't have another star on the team. Now they finally get the star. Yep, and they play him, and it's like wait, like I understand that you're you load managed him so that he can play down the stretch, but like. He's been nursing this thigh, like this thigh injury wasn't a secret. Like he's been nursing it for the last week. And yep. I think he's saying. No, I thought like, it was a contusion. I didn't know it was a strain. <laughs> so like, I don't understand the logic. I, like that's the big thing for me with this game is I don't know why Luca played. I just, the Mavericks training staff is probably the aspect of the organization. I've had the most trust in since I've been a Mavericks fan. <laughs> Um, and that's honestly not even trying to knock the other aspects sure. of the organization. Oh, K- K- they're Casey. really good. Casey Smith has been the head Olympic trainer for how many right. years? Like he's legitimately regarded like the best, and the the training staff is regarded as the best. You've talked to Jeff Stotts, and you've talked to people around the league. Like they, the people that know, generally regard this medical staff as as one of the best in the in, in not just the NBA but in sports. So it's a little baffling that they let him play. It just, it's just one of those things that usually they don't do. And it's like, he, he's been nursing this for a couple of days. And it's, it's one thing if he was like balling out, uh, he's, this has been like the worst stretch he's looked in all, almost all season. Yes. He's putting up his points, but I mean, just physically, he has been laboring like mm. defensively. He's been, he's been gone. Like he's been costing, like he's been costing the team points since he's been hurt. And it's like, why, of all back-to-backs, why is he playing this one? Especially when you saw how good the Mavericks played in those two games with Kyrie without Luka when Luka was uh, out with the heel injury. It's like, so, I just, I, I don't understand the logic this. in him suiting up tonight. It just I have an answer for this. Right. It's not a good answer. It's, it's a really uncomfortable answer. So you have a, I don't know if people know this, but you don't like Las Vegas. Um, mm-hmm. You also have a particular, you're not, not quite as bad as Ben Zadell. But sports betting also irritates you. Like, I, the, the yes. gambling is not your thing. It's a safe, no. safe enough thing to say. I'll but play I'll, poker. I'll you, That's about it. I'll tell you what. I have, as a moron, lost money many a times gambling. And at the blackjack table, you will convince. You know, it's it's some some betters will convince themselves. You know what? If I double up this time, I'll make up for the fuck up from before. I'll make up from the loss. Just one more. That's game. that's what this was. This was just one more game. Just one more game. We'll see what we can do. We'll get ahead. We'll get that three to one tiebreaker over the Pelicans. It will make up for the loss to the Oklahoma City Thunder. You know, like they're probably not thinking that specifically, but that's got to be the mindset because honestly, they did need this game. I understand why they played him. Yeah. I really do. And then that goes back to what we're talking about is they fucked around in the first half of the season. They could be comfortably in fourth place right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it make, that makes it a significantly easier decision to rest Luca, right? Like yep, if, yep. if they didn't lose all those games, they shouldn't have lost in the first 30 games of the season. 
did did you hear you know and i people who listen to the live shows or i can tell like we, we just get a different audience for the live shows but one of the live shows recently we had a guy join his name's sonic at least his, his handle is sonic and he gave a, a pretty lengthy explanation for why he thinks that jason kidd knows he has the job security for the future so he uses the regular season as a full-on laboratory to figure stuff out and i really like it i like that theory the problem with that idea and i, I i'm sort of leaning into it the more i think about it that makes i mean is, he's kind of said aren't good enough to fucking do that though i mean like, kids kind of said that like that's not even really but you have to be a top like you can only do that if you're convinced that like you yeah they're eighth right now <laughs> Like you, you can't fuck around with this. Like top three seeds are the only seeds that win championships. You're right. I, just, I feel a little nuts. I, I don't, I don't know. So it's like, like so, in elements of of this, where it's, it's just they. I'm thinking of that, that like uh, it was a TikTok from earlier in the year where it's like, like a graph showing fuck around and find out, and that's where the Mavericks are right now. And I understand how they got here. I understand the logic behind a lot of the decisions that they've made. Only it hasn't worked. Yeah, it's. I don't know what else to say because it's it's just it's bizarre. Um, and you can boil you know a lot of this experimentation like just look at this game, and try to like why did Frank Nilakina and Theo Penson play twelve minutes in the first three quarters when <laughs> like and they just like they just nothing and they get their ass kicked in those minutes and then you put in Jaden Hardy you put in Davis Bertans and yeah those guys have like issues and flaws like especially defensively but like I don't know if like Bertans for all his war like he plays his ass off like I yeah. mean he can't guard and he can't stay in front of anyone he can't really rebound like there's a lot that he can't do but he doesn't blow loaf like he goes nope. hard he just he's limited by his physical limitations and and Hardy also plays pretty hard um yeah it, it's just like I just don't understand. And you, know, you played Mark, you know, you played Markeith Morris a couple minutes, and they they lose those three minutes. But like, they now lost. is not the time to experiment. Like, yeah. why are you experimenting? Like, play the talent more talented guys. Like Bertans did stuff in the playoffs last year. Like he's mm-hmm. not like an unknown. Like he has NBA. Like he's veteran experience. Like he Bertans for like again, he's not a great player. He's at the end of the rotation guy. But, like, look at his career compared to, like, Frank or, or Theo. Like, he is a significantly more accomplished NBA player. Like, I just – it was just bizarre to watch them throw these lineups that weren't going to work. And then they finally were like, okay, we can't – because the thing is, I think the big problem is, is that kid wants a team that can guard. And I think he has trouble accepting the fact that he has a team that can't guard. Because why else would you play Theo and Frank? Like, he wants – Oh, yeah. yeah. He wants and- the team to guard. And the, the the truth is, it can't. It just can't until they make some better uh, roster moves this summer. So, like, shockingly, the the offense lineup with Hardy, Kyrie, Wood, Bertans, THJ blew the Pelicans off the floor, almost won the game. Uh-huh. But kid has to scratch and claw to. You have to scratch and claw to play that lineup because that's that's not the kind of basketball kid wants to play, and nope. he's a stubborn man. Yeah, he wears shorts outside when it's 20 degrees, and it's like, it's not cold. <laughs> it's not cold. Trust right. me. It's fine. Like, I I mean, when we wrote, we, I mean, Brent, Brent wrote it, and yeah. our whole site does not share that opinion. But when Brent wrote the piece that Jason Kidd is, 
you know, Maverick should consider moving on from him. He is who he is. He is who, and he's not going to change. There's no incentive for him to change. And, and, you know, he's not why they lost this game, but he, he is why they've lost some games. Just like the front office is responsible for other games. Just like Luca being Luka Doncic in frustrating ways. And, you know, the, the team not being quite good enough is also responsible for other losses. Like this happens. Everybody plays a part here. And I just find myself very kind of, there, there's a lot of, of regret in this season because they should, were they going to win, you know, 52 games or whatever? I really thought they could, even without Brunson. I really thought they could have because Luca is that good. And I, mm-hmm. I feel like they've really thrown away a truly special season from Luca. Thrown away is not fair. There's 15 games left. But I feel like playing, you know, one game above 500 at this point in the year is really, really crappy. It's hard to do when you have a player as good as Luca. Like, yeah. think about the limited rosters Dirk has had and other superstars yeah. have had. And they're usually like an automatic top four seed or, or you know, they're automatic 50 wins. You know, the Mavs weren't always a top four seed, but they were always in the mix 50 wins. And they, you know, it was Dirk on an island for some of those seasons. Like, it's just, it's really hard to do. And it just sucks because it's like they kind of put, you know, Luca had so much on his plate this season. And it's like, for what? Like, to what end? Like, they're barely going to scrap out of the plan. Another season where, you know, they're wearing him down by the end of the season and he's getting hurt. And it's like, you know, they have Kyrie. So hopefully, you know, if they re sign him, you know, maybe next season can they can finally get to like a healthier spot with him where they're not, they don't need him to play 40 minutes, you know, 37, 38 minutes a night and, and handle the ball for 40% of the team's possessions. You know, they finally yeah. made the trade that can, you can see that future, but right now it just, it just kind of sucks. You know, it's just, yeah. and this game, yeah, it just, it's, <laughs> it's just kind of emblematic of the season. You know, they just can't, you know, even with all the conditions, Luca hurt, Luca out, second out back to back. Like they still had Kyrie, still had Tim, still had Josh Green, still had Christian Wood. Pelicans didn't have Zion. Pelicans didn't have Brandon Ingram after you know in the third quarter he sprained his ankle, and he was having a really good game. Um, yeah, he's the so, kind of guy Dallas just can't guard. Right, and so you know both teams are banged up. You know, so like you can make excuses for both sides, but. This is Advertiser Content, brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys! It's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack-It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hidden. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito
it's just tough. It's it's tough. You know, you know, Pelicans shoot fifty. You know, they finally got a game against the Jazz where it seemed like they were okay, and then Pelicans shoot fifty percent from the floor, forty eight percent from three. You know, you know, just another. It's always it feels like one step forward, two steps back with this team. A lot of a lot of nights, and and that and that's that's pretty frustrating to watch. Um, well, and Luca's getting a MRI on his thigh. You, have you seen his post game interview? He's it He's does not, not in a good place. Good. Like yeah, we're staring at some good. darkness because I think Kyrie Irving is a special enough player to help them win some of these games. You know, it's they're running into a, a back like two game stretch against the Grizzlies that are dealing with their own bullshit. And I, I, I really think the Mavericks could still be okay, but this is just concerning because they don't. There's no continuity. There's no connectivity. You know, Maxi Kleber missed tonight because he like for perfectly justifiable reasons but the Mavericks like just don't have enough horses yeah oh god and poor Justin Holiday. good <laughs> god negative 30 in 16 minutes that's a rough guy that's a rough go he missed all five of his shots which were threes uh yeah not a and they really need it you know with Bullock out yeah. they need, you know that's another thing by the way Bullock out and he yeah. was he was not a game time decision like no, he, he was, was out yeah, yeah, so I don't, you know, does that mean is he? I, that means it's he's going to be at questionable at best leading up into you know this Memphis game. So it's it's a weird time, you know. I I saw those Kyrie games when Luca was out. That makes me think like it's not over in terms of like them avoiding the play. Like I mean, again, yeah. they win, they win, they win their next game. They're they're probably like in fifth, right? Like. I don't know how anyone can logically, even with all the things that are going around with the team right now, you can't. I have no idea where they're going to end up in the standings. Like, it's, yeah, I mean, they, like they could be fine. No like, yeah, it's it would be pretty impressive if they ended up fine. It would be like I sort of just expect them to play flat out five hundred ball. Um, wins, win one, lose one, win two, lose two, that sort of thing. Like that's. I'm 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 not because that's sure what they've been all season. They're a 500 team. Right? That's right, and so it really depends on if they just, you know, do they have a bad stretch at the worst time, and do they fall to to tenth at the worst possible <laughs> moment? Like, is that yeah. what happens, or do they ride a four game hot stretch, and because the rest of the West is just derping along? I mean, that's what's been I think the most challenging for me, and I think why I get frustrated is there were so many opportunities for Dallas to gain ground and they cannot take advantage of it. And I think this will be framed in the sense of, Oh, well, you know, it's just, it's a really tight West. Look, it's a really tight West. There's not anything the Mavericks could do. <laughs> it's a tight West. Not because they're playing. It's because all the teams are, they're all playing. Yeah. They're all inconsistent. It's not like it's because This isn't like that one season where the Phoenix suns uh, missed right. the playoffs with 48 wins. This, this is, is not, not that. Yeah. No, this is this... a lot of slap fights. <laughs> yeah. This is, I mean, if the Mavericks were playing like they played last year, they would be far and away the two seed. Like they would have the two seed like clinched by now. Like yeah. that's like, and that that's fifty two wins. Like, yeah, the Sacramento, no, you know, the Sacramento think... Kings are in second place in the West with thirty eight wins. Like they, there's a, there's, I mean, it, there's pro- they're probably going to get to fifty. I would think. But there's, it's not guaranteed. Like there might only be one fifty win team in the Western Conference mm-hmm. this year. Isn't that like that's bananas? 
And that, I mean, we're not like screaming and yelling. This isn't like any of that other stuff. It's just, it's, it's a matter of, of like opportunity cost, opportunity lost. And I really, you just only get so many bites at the apple. And, and this season is going to be one where I think history will look back at this one. And, and I, I hope it's one where we go, man, that's just a blip in the radar. Yep. But, there's two paths. Yeah. And they're very yeah. clear. And one of them's awesome and one of them sucks. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. It, That's a great it, way to frame it. I mean, it's it's this is a you know, this is they they made the move for Kyrie. You can't fix the team in one trade deadline. It's a it's a it's a down year, but then they reload, bring back Kyrie and and they're off to the races or it's Right. The other one. We don't, you know, I won't even talk about it. Just well, the funniest just possible no outcome is like all this terrible shit happens. I lose my mind on a podcast and get fired right before Starfield comes out for, for <laughs> Xbox. And I just go play video games and like, like lose my mind off in the distance. But well, they delayed it to September. So you got a lot of time now. They delayed it. Okay. Well, sure. Why I think it was supposed to come out in June. They said today it's coming out in September. <laughs> well, yeah. That's what I mean. Right before the Maverick season starts. Yeah. And so I could just go play Starfield. Okay. There you go. Yeah. See, See Kirk can look on the bright side of things. <laughs> talking well, about people. This has been fun. We're gonna have a two gate two day gap. The Mavs are off Thursday, Friday, and then they play again Saturday. And that one is where's that one? Memphis, at Memphis, seven o'clock. And that's that's a prime time. I mean, it's not on national TV, but like that's these next two games are a reckoning. Where we get to see what this team is made of, whether Luca comes out and guts it out, and honestly, like I, I he's very important, he's very good, but I, I think there's an argument to be made that they should hold him, even if he thinks he should play. He's just he's banged up. Yeah, I mean, because the way he plays, it's not going to get any easier for him if he's not. 100%, yeah, you know? they do like, get one of those Memphis games at home. That's an ESPN one on Monday, but they're playing for their next five on the road. Uh, granted, San Antonio, the Lakers, uh, Memphis again. Good. Yes. And you know, John Morant's not playing in any. I don't think John Morant's going to play in any of these games. Sort of think he might be done for the year after what we uh, read yeah. f- read today, which is extremely disappointing because yeah. as a, you know, Jaws legal troubles aside, the fan in me would love. I need to point out that the Jaw has beaten Luca one time. So yeah. we're going to continue that stretch. Um, and, you know, anyway, I hope he he figures out his his deal. Who among us has a metamoronic 20-something that makes poor decisions? Um, you got anything before we get out of here? No, other than, you know, don't overlook Memphis even without Jaw. They've, they've proven themselves to be able to withstand, you know. Right, I look forward to getting hurt by Desmond Bain. Yeah. Oh God. Can you imagine Desmond Bain ends ends the Maverick season? What is that gonna do to us? Well, as like and this is a this is a like a ninth level undercard, and I'm not knocking him, but Josh Green has scored fifteen points in four games. And he is he's, he's in a bad spot. He's gotta figure it out. They need him. Yep. Okay, Kirk and Josh hanging out. We'll be back on Saturday. I will well, at least one of us will. We're gonna figure that out. I'm gonna go do the live show and then we might have a special podcast getting sent over to us. Um, something, an, an interview with Sent Marshall that was pitched to me that I, I think I may post as a podcast because I just thought it was kind of interesting. Uh, that might be on your feed on Friday. We'll see. This has been Kirk and Josh Bo. Thanks so much for hanging out, and we will talk to you soon.